Welcome to another episode of Back to the Feature. I'm your host, Michael McFly. I'm here with my co-host. Dalton, formerly known as Gorilla Gill. You said formerly? Yeah, I think it's time to move on. Dang, why? Well, we've been we've been at it for like a month. Oh, you just think it's lame now? Yeah. It's time to move on. We need something cool, like well. Maybe we'll get into it with what we're talking about today. I thought new, I thought Gorilla Gill was kind of gas, but anyway, what are we uh, what are we talking <laughs> about today, Mister Gilbert? We're going to be talking about Scorsese's newest film, Ooh, Killers of the Flower Moon. It's a beast. It's long for sure. It's good, but what the heck, man? Three and a half hours. I, I definitely felt it. Like the two hour mark, I was a little bit fatigued. Yeah. I mean, it's good the whole way through. It keeps you pretty engaged there. Yeah. But whew, yeah, I'm I was churning after it. I'm telling you, man, I, I said this to you when we walked out of the theaters. This one, Goodfellas and the Irishman, I feel the length. Yeah. Um, I definitely feel like I'm like, man, this sucker is long. I think the only movies that I have a hard time really feeling the length that are really like over two and a half hours is probably the Lord of the Rings series. Uh, yeah, because even even with Lord of the Rings, like even the extended cuts, I feel like I can make it through that and not feel fatigued like at all. Yeah, well, I mean, the non-extended cuts of uh, Return of the King, I think, is like 301. Yeah, I think it sits at the three-hour mark. Yeah, and I think the other two are like in the 250s. Maybe the first one's a little bit shorter, but yeah, it's definitely a monster. I I mean, I really like the film. There's pockets of it where, uh, what's his name? Leonardo DiCaprio definitely flexes his range. Um, yeah. that southern accent that he was putting on the whole film, very good, which we knew he could do. He did that in Django. Um, but mm. v- different, different accent though, very different from Django's. I think De Niro outacted Leo in this one. Oh, I don't know. Uh, and I only say that because, man, like Robert De Niro played the character he was supposed to play like flawlessly. Yeah. Yeah. And there was, he had that uh, speech. It wasn't really a speech. It was just a little, you know, dialogue Um, when he was talking to Leo, like at the end, towards the end of the movie. Mm. And I was like, man, this is like sizzling. He's probably going to get an Oscar nomination for that. I think. Bro, Leo had a couple speeches though. Leo did good. Leo, Bro, when, when Leo's is, snapping on his wife and he's like, all that hoo-ha medicine oh. ain't working, all that <laughs> ain't work. I was like, oh, man. Yeah. So I so anyways, we'll we'll jump into a little bit deeper, deeper talk on this movie. But um, I'll read off a quick little synopsis that we have in case nobody's aware of this movie, which I feel like most people kind of should be it's it's pretty popular right now so in the 1920s members of the osage native american tribe of osage county oklahoma are murdered after oil is found on their land 
and the FBI decides to investigate. That is what you'll find online about the movie. I think that's a pretty, I mean, that's a very sterile uh, run-up of it because the movie's very. about, the. it's a, it's a dramatic, or I, let's say that it's a dramatization of real events which happened in Oklahoma. Scorsese said it's regarding. a love story. Um, yeah, I I see it being a love story. It kind of like one half of that love story really sucks. Mm-hmm. Leonardo. Because he didn't, he didn't, it feels like he didn't really, like he wanted to do the things he wanted to do, but he was being manipulated to do them. But he kind of also really sucked. Yeah. I mean, I think in that time period, um, through history, when was it? The 20s, right? I don't get it wrong. No, it was, oh, it was yeah, definitely the twenties. It's the nineteen twenties. Yeah, yeah. Um, After oh yeah, because he came back from the First World War. He, right, that's what I'm saying. There was there was this period, like early nineteen hundreds, even going through the depression, post depression, it changed. But there was this period of um lack of education, and he definitely um he's definitely like in like he was in the military. That means he got drafted, so he wasn't considered like productive in society. Um, or he wasn't of age or he didn't have a bunch of kids or whatever it was. Um, so he got drafted in the military, he served as a cook. So he he w- th- probably wasn't that good at that much in the military. That's typically where they put like, you know, the what's it called. And then um when he gets out in the first scene, we see him with his uncle, who is played by um De Niro. Uh, when he asks him, Can you read? He's like, I can read, I can read, I can read. You know, yeah. I mean, he, yeah. he get, like it was almost like it offended him. So he's definitely um He's not the brightest. He makes stupid decisions throughout the whole film, even early on in the film when he's not being manipulated. Like when he's like, I love money. He just does silly, dumb stuff. And I think there's that, charm. There's there's a charm. Right. I think, with him. Right. Yeah. Yeah. He he definitely like you were saying he was manipulated. Absolutely, I don't think he had a ton of common sense or like book knowledge from from what we get from the movie. It isn't it doesn't come across that way. No, he, I mean he can read, but he like barely is able to get through this book about right. the Osage tribe. Right. So, um, are you giving it a gas or a pass? It's definitely it's definitely a gas. It it's so. I heard another reviewer, it might have been Jeremy Johnson, it might have been somebody else, and they said it's it just it breathes Scorsese. Like it's so Scorsese, like the whole film. And I do feel that. And so it's a gas for me, because there's a lot in it. I can appreciate the performances. Also, the subtle humor throughout the whole thing was very good. Very like like was- that's actually like stole the show for me. There is definitely some moments where you and I are laughing. Mm-hmm. Um and like it's not necessarily a funny scene, no. But like just the reality of what's happening. I mean, the way that Scorsese can see he well, the way he what he wants to be on screen, he's able to achieve it, and he wants you to feel those emotions, like laughing at something that was funny, but like it's not really funny, like they're happening on screen. So it, right. it, it's good. It's very well done. Right. And then the other thing is. He's driven back to the uh, protagonist. What was his name? 
uh, Leonardo's character's Leonardo name? Leonardo DiCaprio's name? Yeah. Ernest? Ernest. Yeah, that's right. Um, Ernest's character also, like, throughout the whole film, there's a, there's a, there's two things he loves. He's loved, he loves his wife and he loves money. And so he's really, really, really driven by the love of money throughout throughout the whole film and that's why he's so easily manipulated by his by his uncle it's he, he he by himself he's not too smart but then his uncle like throws the idea of like oh you'll be rich if you do this and if you do this more money yeah. coming to you and da, 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 da. And it's really easy for them to manipulate him that way yeah and he is able to deploy his plot robert Nero's plot through like vaguely threatening manners um yeah. Like there's a character and the guy's married, he ends up marrying Leonardo DiCaprio's wife. His name her name's Molly, but ends up marrying the sister of Molly. I think his name's Bill, right? Yeah. Bill something. Williams. And he's like, Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so Scorsese or Scorsese, Robert De Niro's character, King, we'll just call him King, because that's what his name is in the movie. Um, so everyone calls him King. And so King, who's this trustworthy, um, you know, valued member of the Osage community, been there for like decades from what it seems like. Um, he's masterminding all of this to take their wealth away from them. And so he sees another white guy, Bill, who's marrying these Osage women. They're dying. He's getting the rights to the land and the oil. And King is like, like, Ernest, like he's a threat. He's he's marrying these women and letting them die and doing it like we gotta beat him in the game essentially, and so it's like man like and Ernest is motivated by that even though they're doing the same thing. You know you know what I'm thinking about. Um, what? Bill Williams was the guy who was dating Molly. Was dating Molly? Yeah, yeah. They talk about it. he said I heard you were dating Bill Williams or whatever, like before. I thought they were dating his brother. Byron. Oh, Byron? Molly? Yeah. Yeah, because I thought that that was a sign saying, like, De Niro tried, already tried to use Byron to get to Molly. Well, and I don't it didn't think so. work. I think so, because he was already married to the other chick. Minnie. But, but Byron Remember? was already married. Was Byron married? And he had Ooh. kids? Maybe Byron was I don't think so. I think I think Byron, and that's why he kept. He was like, "Oh, handsome son or handsome nephew, whatever." Like he, I think he already tried to use Byron to get into Molly's. Oh, may, maybe uh, I saw it wrong. Okay. Anyway, besides the fact, all right, Bill Williams, freaking married old girl, she died like three weeks later. Like, how smooth mm-hmm. is Bill Williams? Bro, Bill is low key killing him. Low key. He's, Robert De Niro is like he not taking good care of her, and dude, when he walked up, so like did, Scorsese made such good tense moments because obviously Bill's motive is to let these women die after he marries them, right? right. That's that's pretty right. clear. And so De Niro walks up, sees Minnie, who's Bill's first wife that we see in the movie. She's like sick and doesn't look good. He walks right between them. They're at this big party celebration of a wedding or a birth or something right yeah um and he's like are you are you getting all the uh, robert de niro king he's like are you getting all the care that you need is he taking good care of you and you always know where you can go and she's like crying 
because like obviously she's not getting taken care of right um and then in, later on in the movie when molly's spending time with her sister rita because rita is married to bill at this point of the movie she's like she makes a comment to leonardo DiCaprio, and she's like yeah well bill doesn't take very much or doesn't treat her very good when i'm not there right so like we know bill's a sleazeball yeah bill bad sucks. guy yeah yeah f bill yeah, we don't we don't love that guy. Yeah, but the film, I don't know, man, it's super vast. Like uh, to touch back on the humor parts, man. I, I like the scene where he's like, "I love money. Show me that card. Show me that." <laughs> and it's a ten, and everyone's super hype. He's like, "Oh, you won!" Yeah, they go and, and rob. They go and rob the the Native American people, the Osage people. Take the money to a. Uh, parlor, like literally yeah. in the town, play poker, lose all the money they robbed. <laughs> They're putting the jewels that they robbed on the table. Like, yeah, betting the jewels. It was rough, man. No, but I liked it. I, it's a gas for me. It's it's definitely up there. Like I I think Leo performed the best. I think he had some scenes, and that, that's I've kind of been a Leo hater, like low key, like forever. I've never thought he was as good as a lot of people. Like. I always felt like I always feel like Tom Tom Hardy gets snubbed for a lot of for a lot of awards, and people were always saying like, "Oh no, Leo's getting snubbed for always." I know he got his um Oscar in Remnant, uh, Revenant, Revenant. Revenant. Yeah. Um, but I don't know, man. I I've always been kind of like, ah, I don't think Leo's like that great. Like I don't think he's that convincing. Yada yada yada. I thought he did a great job. I uh, people that are saying this is his best performance, I kind of agree. I think it's this and like Wolf on Wall Street. Um, but he mm-hmm. but he did kill it. He did. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if it's his best performance. Ooh, what do you I think? think I, I, I don't know, man. Wolf of Wall Street is so charismatic and fun to watch. This movie, I wouldn't say is fun to watch. It's respected. No. It's respectable and something, to, I think, to be admired. But I wouldn't exactly classify it as enjoyable. No. To be no. honest with you. Not enjoyable. Not fun to watch. No. I don't know. I don't yeah. Would I watch it again? <clears throat> If I was if I was recommending it with to someone and like watching it with them, I Bro, think so. Yes. Yeah. Yes. That's the right answer. I agree. I totally agree with that. Yeah. But it's it's a yeah. guess. I think I'd give it like a okay, so I, yeah, I'm I just gonna, be, I'm gonna I think it could be an hour shorter. Yeah. I don't I'm not mad that it's that long. I think it uses its runtime and it tells the story and gives it the appropriate amount of space it, for the story to be told. No, it, it does. But for, from a viewer's standpoint, it could be an hour. Yeah. Shorter. I think it could be a healthy three hours. Yeah. Half hour shorter. Yeah. Yeah. It's a bro. It's a marathon. That sucker's the sucker's a monster, yeah. but um, I don't know. I probably give it like a 88. That's exactly what I said last night. Cause autumn asks me, I said oh, yeah. 88. Yeah, I think I'm going to bump it up to a 90, flat 90, though. Since you've been thinking about it? Yeah, the more I thought about it, the more I respected how the movie was made. Because this is a freaking monster to make, you know what I mean? Oh, oh um, huge. And so, like, just because it's long doesn't make it good. I think it actually works against it being so long. But, right. uh 
It was sick. It was sick. They shot it in Oklahoma and everything took place in Oklahoma. They Mm -hmm. shot it on site. That's super cool. It looks like they probably use the reservation. I wouldn't put it past like Scorsese, like somehow getting them funded to use that. You know what I mean? Um, Right. Yeah. Like pay them big money to do that. I'm sure. I, I, I haven't done any research on this. Did you do any research on the Native American actors and like where they came, like who they got, where they got them from? Or it would um, it would be sick if they were the Osage tribe, like of today. So you're playing like the I, and stuff. Yeah, I don't think there's anyone like that. Uh, hold well, on, never mind. I did have someone pulled up because, like the. The tribe leaders, I don't even know if they had names in the movie. I'm going to look it up really quick. Well, whether whether they were a part of the tribe for real or not, it's very impressive how they were able to go from uh, speaking English in like a southern Oklahoma accent and then jumping into like their Native American accent, speaking their Native American language, I thought that was super cool. Yeah, I the they yeah, I mean I don't whether or not they were legitimate or just paid actors, they did. It was really cool to experience that mm-hmm. because it was a mix of like a broken i don't want to say broken english but a very like stereotypical i think very standard version of english um and then you have a like a, an oklahoma accent on top of it yeah it was fun to listen to them talk like so the, and, the, and, and, the tribe leaders weren't too much like their english sounded more like traditional like what you would think like from if you watched any native american movie like they they had their deep voice and they they like the tribe leaders were more like that but like the women and a lot of the younger characters they had that oklahoma it was super cool super super cool yeah so looking through it scorsese met with a lot of the descendants of the osage murder victims mm-hmm. um and so the gray horse community is still a thing, which is kind I, of cool. I would think. Then so. they talk. Then they talk about that in the movie, The Great Horse, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. So anyway, so Scorsese met up with I, him. So I'm sure that they. I think did... Fairfax was like the um like the town in Oklahoma, and then the Great Horse was like the reservation. Oh. Oh, okay, that makes sense. I think I think that's what it was. It wasn't super clear, but that's just me. No, I definitely think you're right. I think you're right. Um, but everyone seems to be very uh, supportive of this movie um, because this is a story that a lot of people... seems like like if you knew the story, it was very meaningful, right? Like if you're affected by it, but then it's like all kind of swept under the rug. And so a lot of people are very happy that this story is actually being told now. Yeah. So... And it's like super, it's super screwed up. Like, I mean, the fact that he's just blotting, he's pretty much putting his relatives in a marriage relationship so they can spring offspring that are half white, half Osage. And then the money that is given to them by the government, I think, because they pump there, right? Yeah, yeah. So it gets equally distributed between because they because the oil's on their land and there's like literally a thousand oil rigs. 
the oil gets distributed, the money that's made between all the Osage people. And then they had like restricted and unrestricted. Did, did, is that ever explained? Um, I think it's, they kind of brushed over it saying like restricted was you had to have approval from someone else, like a caretaker or something like that. Gotcha, I think that's right. what I got from it. Okay. Yeah. And then, you're right. They had that. So they were getting all this money. So King, Uncle King is essentially like deciding to put his nephews in these marriage relationships. So the money flows their way. What's up? Bro. So uh, well, how about the guy who runs the bank? Is like yeah. keeping the money away from them. Yeah. So there's more inheritance for King and his for King and the guys to take. Did you yeah. pick up on that? Yeah. Yeah. And he tries that to spin crazy. it like, oh, there's money for your kids and your mother wouldn't want it this way and whatnot. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Like going to DC. Right. She was like, it might be the last thing I ever do. And he's like, like, I'm not gonna give it to you. But it's their money. Yeah, super. I mean, got me riled up. Yeah, yeah, that was super whack. The way all that was done was like super, super whack. Yeah, but either way, I this was uh, definitely a, a gas up for me as well. I'm gonna send it a ninety flat ninety. It definitely felt like it could be shorter. Um, I think everything else was pretty good, honestly. The cinematography was good. The music was good. There, there were some scenes, man. I really like all the scenes of her, him driving her, the banter. Yeah, those were really good. When she says something in her Native American language, and he's like, <laughs> he "That says, must be Indian for you a said. handsome devil or whatever." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was good. That was good. Yeah, he was witty, bro. So I, yeah, I appreciated that. I'm trying to think of what else, like really what was wild bro oh um the fact that my my uh like it was it was crazy bro how they were just taking advantage of everybody who had money and how like the coffin was sixteen hundred dollars <laughs> it was sixteen hundred dollars he said you're charging me like a osage yeah <laughs> you're charging what did he say he said, your osage, he said you're prices. osage prices yeah <laughs> And then, and then they're they're bantering back and forth, and the the guy is like, he's like the the funeral last week, the whole thing was four hundred dollars. He's like, well, that was a baby. <laughs> he said, he said, and he wanted to give her an open casket. She has no face. no face. Yeah, that scene was funny. It was super. It was sad, but it was super super funny. Wait, what's another funny bit? Everything with Black Charlie was funny. Or Blackie. 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 The, oh, when Blackie the... walked in and they, he was like whispering, he's like, you got to tell me what you know, what you told him. You got to tell me. Because <laughs> he was trying to yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oh, and then, all right, every... Oh, sorry. Sorry, one more thing that was funny. Every scene that the John guy was in, like, you had the cowboy guy and then, wow. like, his helper, John, where he would, like, turn around and be like, hey, John. Yeah. Do you know where this guy is? <laughs> I don't know why. This seems just so good, bro. No, John was John was hysterical. No, I was gonna say Scorsese did a good job of keeping it humor because, like, if there wasn't stuff to laugh at, it'd be three and a half hours of depression. You know what I mean? Oh my like, gosh, it would be miserable. You gotta, yeah, you gotta like find some stuff to crack up at because it's it's 
terrible. Like the story's terrible. Also, oh, here's a critique. I'm gonna do a critique. I feel like the FBI could have came earlier in the movie. Felt like they were um, kind of squeezed in there last, like last hour. Yeah, I guess. You don't think so? But like that was that's kind of that's kind of the point, right? Nobody was paying attention to it. Yeah, I guess. I think I think it would have made because like nothing alters the like it's like two and a half hours. They're just going about their plan, going about their plan, going about their plan, going about the plan, and then in the last like so you know everything gets turned on its head. I don't know. I feel like it was a little abrupt. Well, it's because Molly had to go to D.C. and then, like, whatever that event was where they were taking pictures with the president and then, like, plead the president of the United States. I have a question. That that illness they were all dying from, what was it called? Waste Wasting? They called it the wasting illness. Yeah, so we don't know what that is. What, were no. they just poisoning them, though? I think so. Right. That's, well, that's we... What it was, right? She was definitely getting poisoned by the insulin. Um, right. We knew but, that. Yeah. Yeah. But I think so. But many didn't many have it too? Yeah. Right? That's, how that's what yeah. she died. Of. But many, many, many didn't die by the, many died by the wasting illness. Molly was sick because she had diabetes. Right. Well, that was another funny scene when he's talking the, to the doctor and, the, and he's like, you better tell him you had bacon this morning and Slim Jim. Oh, and- yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, sorry. Go ahead. I was going to say, so Molly never had the wasting illness, but the, her mom did. Uh, her mom died of that, too. Her, her mom was also old. Yeah, but she was sick for a bit. Bro, the scene of her like in the afterlife. That yeah. was super cool. I'm guessing that was probably like her parents or something. Like right. when she got there, yeah, that was cool. That that was like what I love about movies is that scene. Like it didn't need sound. The no sound was the silence was more striking than anything else, right? right. Um, and it just is so sudden. And then it parallels to to the exact same framing with the next shot of like everyone crying and like the after like you could so you know it wasn't real, right? right. You know it was the mom entering the afterlife, meeting those people, mm-hmm. and then like the silence is like, still there because these people crying. That's... It was also like the only time she smiled. I think the whole movie. Mm, yeah, you're probably right. Yeah, I think there was a couple things. The lighting was completely different. She gets up, she smiles. She like never walks the whole film. She gets up and walks. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Shoot, dude. Yeah. But But, um, yeah, that was that was fascinating. Okay, so you we think we they were all getting poisoned because in that opening scene when he says they're they're the most beautiful people you'll ever see, and then it's that guy foaming at the mouth. Um, he obviously was poisoned, right? Yeah, he drank because he had like a bottle of like whiskey or something right. next to him. Okay, so that's not wasting away sickness or whatever. So Mm-mm. yeah, no, it's wild. Did you know about the tribe and the story before? No, I had no idea. I did no idea at all. You did? No. Wow. Oh, okay. I was gonna say you really made your ancestors proud. Oh, Mike yeah. and I are both 
you know, Cherokee boys, you know, represent. We did a little fist bump when they talked about the Cherokee tribe. They did. They did. I think you yeah. have more uh, in your ancestral planes than me. If we since we've talked about it, I think. Yeah. I think Even I'm though I probably eight. have that look a little bit more. You know, you kind of look like you're from like Germany or something. I'm kind of I'm kind of Nordic. You know? Yeah, very Nordic. That's the right way. Yeah, what can I say? Strong genetics, bro. Those Vikings went hard. Oh, bro, flexes are. I don't even know if we're gonna do video right now, but you're like phasing in and out of Jeremy Allen White. Just, just see biceps appearing and disappearing. We hit the box today. You know what I mean? You should probably explain what that is because without oh, the context, box is the CrossFit weird. gym. Yeah, yeah. You know what I did today? What's that? Seventy-five push-ups. Let's go. Atta boy. Let's go. You know what I did? Today? Anyways, I did. Um, it was two muscle ups, to four handstand push ups, to eight overhead kettlebell swings, as many times as you could in twenty minutes. I hit eleven rounds. Wow, nice! Dang. Yeah, we're just flexing. We're just flexing on the on the pod right now. So if y'all want health advice, get at us. We're really like one of them now. Tell them all. Back to the fitness. Back to the fitness podcast. Ooh. Ooh, that might be the sub podcast. <laughs> oh man. If you guys decide to go see the movie um in theaters, I would say it's worth seeing in theaters. The Scorsese yeah. movie in theaters is pretty exciting. Um just bring some sugar or something so you stay awake through it. Yeah. Um we're in reclining seats too. That was a that was that was tough to stay up, bro. Yeah, for, I had, for I had a to little keep minute there. That's why I kept like rolling yeah. on my hips. <laughs> um but if you decide a way to stream it you know it'll still be worth it but yeah go ahead please let us know what you think about it um if you have seen it feel free to reach out to us on all of our social platforms where listen to this give us a nice review reach out to us through email back to the feature show at gmail.com find us on instagram tiktok youtube i like how autumn's just watching game places. of thrones without you Yeah, it sucks. She's texting the group chat. What can you do? Yeah, I know. I see it. What's yeah. she doing? Anyway. Oh, yeah. Rebecca. Who's Rebecca? Anyways. I don't know. She oh, said it's isn't Rebecca? Rebecca is the... Uh... Man, I actually did see this episode. I can't remember. Yeah, if y'all want to clown Dolan, um, he watched like the first four seasons of Game of Thrones and then didn't watch anymore, but knows how it ends and stuff. I think a lot of people did that. Clown him in the DMs. <laughs> the thing is, bro, you missed season five. That was like the best season. Yeah, well, I just kind of halfway rewatched three episodes with Autumn, so it's all good. Oh, please. Anyway, all right. Well, um, I think we can wrap up, right? Yeah, I think so too. Um, again, please reach out to us on all of our platforms. Um, definitely encourage that. If you have any recommendations for some old school movies, we don't we don't want to just watch all this new stuff coming out. You know, we got to get our old boys in. So uh, please, Ooh, I see what you did there. <laughs> recommend something if you want us to watch it. Um, but if not, I don't think there's much else. No, I don't think so, man. We are. Coming after this, we're definitely going to hit Napoleon. We're probably going to hit the uh, Game of Thrones. Not what am I saying? Um, oh, <laughs> uh, what am I saying, bro? Hunger Game movie, right? Hunger Games, yeah. Um, 
Napoleon Hunger Games. Is there anything left? Oh, we should see that Christmas oh. movie. The Christmas movie? Of the dude getting shot in the throat and he comes back to, to kill everybody. That we saw the preview in the Oh, 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 oh. Yeah, the John Woe movie. John Woe. Yeah, 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 yeah. Bro, don't act like you know all about John Woe. You didn't even know my guy was the John Wick guy. You gave me like half a second before it popped up <laughs> on screen. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all. We're ending this thing out. Check out some of our other episodes. Um, be on the lookout every Thursday. We're posting. All right. You guys have a good one. This is back to the feature. Bye bye.